Are we ignoring this? Are we taking this for granted? Are we applying this in our lives? Okay? Uh, are we taking what God has given to us and are we walking according to the principles that God has given unto us? So this is the time of examination. Because we need to understand God is the giver of grace. But St. Paul said, I did not receive the grace of God in vain. Okay? I mean, it's a big He's saying, it is possible to receive God's grace and not allow this grace to produce in your life. To receive the grace of God in vain is not to allow the grace of God to produce in your life. The grace of God was meant to produce in your life. It was meant to produce the character of Christ in your life. It was meant to produce the power of Christ in your life. And grace, having another, is unmerited favor, but at the same time, also grace also means the willingness of God to use His power in our behalf. In other words, if we are a people that have received the grace of God, then we should not be fearful, we should not be easily depressed, we should not be easily discouraged, okay? Because we've got grace. Now, what do I do to walk All right? But the thing is, I think I'm for some people, even though the grace of God is given to them, it's not producing for them what God intends for it to produce. I've received this, and uh, I did not receive the grace of God in vain. I'm allowing the grace of God to work through my life. See, sometimes people think, if God wants it to happen, Okay? Well, we need to do something. For example, the grace of salvation has been given to everyone. When Jesus Christ died, He died for all men. Now, whom the grace of God is given to everyone, dapat, walang pupunta sa impyerno. Diba? And yet, there are people who are there. Did the grace of God not work for them? Baliwala ba yung grace sa kanila? Hindi. They just resisted, ignored, rejected the grace that God has given to them. Baliwala po ba? There are people who have received the grace of God. There are people who have received the life of God because of God's grace. Okay? Their sins washed by the blood of Jesus. Okay? Uh, they receive the power of the Holy Spirit. They have tasted the powers of the age to come. But some of them you will find in hell. Huh? Why? How many others? Well, maybe they've known the Lord, but they've walked away. I mean, I was reading through some uh, articles like two or three years ago of yung mga ibang tubak sa Afghanistan, and they became uh, Muslims and, and started fighting against it. And some of them says, I was a Christian. Okay? So, I hope that she comes to her senses and repents before the Lord because if she dies, she becomes uh, uh, a human bomb for someone and, you know, kills people. I don't care if at one point in time she confessed Jesus as Lord. Well, I think, Maliwala ko ba? 
Or maybe someone did not become as radical as that. But there's only one thing that they, they did. Nagkikim sila ng galing laban sa isang tao. Sinaktan talaga sila. Kahit pa pa they cannot forgive that person. They could forgive some other people. They could forgive this and that. But yung isang tao yun, hindi nila kaya ma-forgive. Well, I am relying on the parable of Jesus. Ang sabi ni Christo, there's this man, ito yung utang niya, napakalaki, even if he lived uh, 10 lifetimes, na hindi na siya matutulog, and he would work 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, for 10 lifetimes, hindi niya kaya bayaran ang utang niya. But then, the king forgave that person. But then he saw one servant na may utang sa kanya. And that servant says, Babayaran ko, just give me a few, just give me a little time. Okay? And you know, you, you watch the meaning in the servant there. It's sufficient to earn the money in order to pay him. So, pinakulong niya, kasi hindi tayo kaya bayaran. That's a form of unforgiveness. When the king heard about this, itong tao ito na pinatawag niya, nilagay niya ito sa pwesto ng mga tormentors until he pays the last cent. The thing is, hindi niya na kaya bayaran. Which means, eternally, he is there. Okay? And you would think, Lord, parang inconsistent ito. Pinagkakaroon na ito ah. What do you mean, pay the last cent? Okay? Pinagkakaroon ko na. Ito babayaran ito. Wala na siya puta. The thing is, because he refused to forgive this one person, binawi niya ulit yung forgiveness na uh, binigay sa kanya ng Panginoon. Binawi niya ulit kasalanan niya. Binawi niya ulit kung nakutan niya. So yeah, maybe active siya ma-preach, active siya ma-pray, but just can't forgive this one person. That is sent you to hell based on the story of Jesus. Maliwanan mo ba? So, what am I trying to say here? That the Christian life that binigay sa akin ng Panginoon, this is such a tremendous gift from God. It's such a favor, it's such a blessing that God has given us. I mean, think about it, all of our sins washed away. According to the book of Hebrews, their sins and their lawless deeds, I will remember no more. Imagine that. Okay? I mean, some people in the world might remember your mistakes. Some people in, in the world might But God chooses not to remember that. Because you confess that, you have repented before God, and when you that is forgiven, that is forgotten by the Almighty. Okay? Then you have favor every day. Then you have blessing every day. You've got the help of God every day. You know, we've heard the testimonies. Okay, how the little kid was moved by God to find someone in trouble for him. God helped him to avoid an accident that was waiting to happen. Okay? I mean, he never tried to throw the way I mean Shane Bamanya can Christ again. Never shall control But the thing is, Walashan control. Whether it's a car, or a tricycle, or something else. You don't have control over other people. 
And sometimes what they, you might be doing the right things, but what they're, but what they're doing, maybe at that one point in time, they will suddenly do something that's wrong. And even if you're doing the right thing, you know, those are unexpected events. Okay? I mean, it's not really your fault, but there is a God who intervenes. There is a God who takes care of us. There is a God who watches over us. And then after this life is over, okay? Then we go to heaven. We see the mansions. We see our favorite things that God has placed in. Okay? We see uh, many wonderful things there. <laughs> because now to do with our spirits. One day Jesus Christ will come back again, and then our bodies will be resurrected. We your body and your spirit reunited and feels so good. But the thing is, you will have a body that is able to function in heaven and function on the earth. Doesn't get sick anymore. Okay, it's perpetually young. But not only that, because we have been faithful in serving God here, uh, responsibilities with the equivalent grace to fulfill those responsibilities. Hello? And that's going to go on for eternity. So these are the things that God has prepared for us. Now, sometimes it's not And that's the reason why we enter into the heaven. So that we can think about those things. How are we responding concerning the kindness that God has given us? How are we responding concerning uh, uh, the blessings and the grace of God? Are we living the life that He's called us to live? Okay? Many of us started very well. Remember, St. Paul uh, compares the Christian life to a race. There is the start of the race and there is the finish of the race. But while you are, but while you are in the in-between period, it's the beginning and then it's the ending, you encounter destinies. You encounter problems, you encounter situations, and all of these things are trying to discourage you, and you know, uh, trying to tell you it's not worth it, and things like that. Many of us started very committed to God, but then you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Somehow, we kind of agreed with that thought. It's not really worth it. I understand you the book is coming Hello? And you know, sometimes the Spirit of God wants to talk to us, but then during those moments of quiet when He's trying to talk to you, you try to escape that voice. You open the television, you open the radio, you take your smartphone and your headphone and put it in your and listen to something so that you are distracted from this particular cause. Do you understand what I'm saying? We try to escape that voice because I don't know if you can understand what I'm saying. But I am not in Okay? And 
You have to understand, when God speaks to us, He doesn't condemn us. We feel a little guilty because alam natin tama yung sinasabi niya. Okay? But it's not going to condemn us. And what is talking to us, you have to understand, someone who loves you unconditionally is talking to you. Alright? And when He gives you uh, instructions, it's not to complicate your life. It is to release your life to the blessings that He has already prepared for you. And it's similar, para wala. Pero praise be to God, tuloy lang sa Panginoon. Amen? Now, I can go on and on, but let's, uh, let's look at John chapter 15. See, during these dark moments of our lives, when we're going through testings and trials, like I said before, I don't like testings and trials. But since mangyayari yung dahil Jesus Christ, in this world you will have tribulation. Let's not waste them. What do I mean by that? Let's not escape. You know, ignore as if it's not, you know, run away from our problems. But rather, let's use them and apply what we have learned from God. Diba? Ang gusto kasi natin, when we apply something, we want instant results. For example, we're facing something that we need to pay. We confess. Father, I have prayed and I confess, my God supplies my every need according to riches and glory. And somehow, we hope magically, biglang meron darating na pera, one minute after our prayer, I'm not saying that can't happen. It can happen. But what if it doesn't happen immediately? You don't see any kind of results. Do you still continue with that? Or do you begin to compromise your faith in God and somehow make a statement inside you? Uh, doesn't really work. Okay? You try it, it's Let's not waste them. Instead of allowing the enemy to destroy us, we use what God has taught us and use those testings and trials so that we might emerge looking more and more like Jesus Christ. But let me just read this in John chapter 15, verse 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Take note what he says. You did not choose me, but I chose you. Tell your neighbor, Jesus chose you. Okay? So this is not a random thing. Okay? He chose you. You are here, you are where you are today, because He chose you. What did He choose you for? He says, I chose you and I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. He did not say, I chose you and appointed you to fail in life. That's not what He said. I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. In other words, Makita sa buhay natin ang expectation ng Panginoon mula sa atin. That what God expects of us will begin to be manifested 
in and through our lives. Okay? Because fruit, uh, in the beginning, marang nadi-develop yan. But sometimes, in the beginning, it's not seen. But eventually, people will begin to notice that. You know, it's like, uh, if for example, you are fruit, and somebody bites you, they'll say, oh, you taste like Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? In other words, because people encounter you, this fruit can be seen. And uh, let me just put a marker here for one. And let me just read from uh, 3 John. Okay. Uh, for many of us, especially in the area of uh, walking in health, walking in the abundance of God, uh, in 3 John chapter, well, it's only one chapter. 3 John, verse 2 to verse 4. It says that, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Basically, say some of our favorite examples. But let's not stop there. Look at what he says in verse 3. For I rejoiced greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you, just as you walk in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in the truth. In other words, St. John was saying, you know, children, I'm so proud of you. Because they're Christians also. They're from a, another community. And they told me, they met you guys. And Bishop, it's John. Okay? We are disciples of St. John. And, you know, ang sabi ng mga tao nito, you know, John, pagdating mga disciple nito, we could see that they're really just like Jesus. We could see the faith that is in them. We could see the fire of God in their lives. We could feel their passion for the Lord. We could see that there are people of hope. Okay? There are people that hindi sila basta-basta mag-despair when problems come into their lives. They will not be depressed. They will not be discouraged. They will not give up. I mean, we've heard their testimonies yung mga problemang naranasan nila. How that their lives were in danger, but they're still serving the Lord our God. John. This is John. Nice work. Okay? So sabi niya, I rejoice in this when I hear about people talking about you and saying you are really manifesting the character of Jesus Christ in your life. Okay? Now, this was something I thought of, especially when I heard about what happened when Mr. Bishop Ariel. Apparently, Bishop Ariel has been making stories, nice stories about and I don't know what he was telling them, but I guess one of them, yung mga kaganon, sarili niyang kauhan, siguro sa kakarinig sa kwento ni Bishop Ariel, kumpul sa niya, he has only nice things to say about him. Okay? One of them, kaganon, siguro nag-jelly. At nasabi niya, sabihin mo nga kay Bisa Maria, doon na lang sa kaliko kung gusto niya. Dahil ikaw na lang, kayo na lang ang bukang bibig niya. 
You understand what I'm saying? Okay? And uh, it's not only here. Because when we were uh, when we were uh, together with Bishop uh, Ariel and Mia, Bishop Ariel and Mia, they, they stayed in the, the house of Baker Gates. So, tumira doon sila sa kwarto, kung saan ako tumira, when I was a guest in his house. Sa akin, every time nag-uusap kami, nandugod na kami sa sala, ang pinikento ni Peter Pitt sa amin, is yung mga kalibo dito. See, when he came here, he was under the impression. Yeah. Astrated kami sa Manila, remember? Okay, we were supposed to have a celebration, he was supposed to celebrate the Mass on Sunday, then we have a reception sa gabi, right? But all the planes were cancelled. We were holding three tickets. Philippine Airlines, Cebu Pacific, at saka yung isa, Zestail. We have three tickets. Inintay na, which one will bumukas muna? Ayun, nagbukas yung Cebu Pacific. But we couldn't come to Kalibo. Doon kami bumaba sa Katiklan. Okay? On a Sunday. And nung, uh, from Katiklan, we were traveling here to Kalibo. Tinitignan niyo yung mga surroundings niya. He was seeing uh, lines that were, you know, mga electric poles down on Balik. He was seeing uh, houses blown by the wind in Yolanda Nail. He was seeing uh, trees, palik, you know, and things like that. And so he was thinking, wow, this, this is a devastated people. And he was uh, bolstering himself. Uh, he was thinking, you guys were probably depressed or sad. Okay, kasi tinamaan tayo ng ganito. Alright? Dito sa inyo, nilipad yung bubong ng bahay ninyo, di ba? And we're leaving God for food and stuff, and things like this. So, finally, we get here. So, bring up yung reception. Sabi na, we're just going to have a reception at night, and, and uh, you know, kahit na hindi ka nakapag-misa, reception tayo, tuloy na yan, bukas, Monday, yung pizza. Remember that? So finally, si Gunduna namin siya, and we were bringing, we were bringing here. Eh, maganda pa naman yung yung atmos niya, kasi matilim, brown out eh, di ba? And then he comes in, there's light, what's going on? Because there's people here. Yeah, in his mind, ang akinigisit niya, he will find the people who are devastated, malungkot, looking for hope. And, he, and he's kind of praying, Lord, what can I say to these people to help them? Oh, God, give me a word of encouragement for these people. And he gets down, and then we start, we have a party. Saying, everybody's smiling. Everybody's celebrating. I know their homes are broken. I know the pula pula silerito. Okay? And kung ito nangyari sa amin, hindi ka dito yun. Cancel yung party. You, you understand what I'm saying? I mean, he's preached that there. The reason I know that because some people told me. Some people was expecting to find people devastated. What does he find? People partying. <laughs> See, I heard that from him. No, no, I heard that from someone that I didn't I heard that from Bishop Ariel who told me 
yung pinagkikwento ang hirapan natin doon sila. And now, I hear that from some people who are not pinagkwento ng Bishop Ariel Doon to the same yun. So, I'm a proud guy. <laughs> okay? And the reason I'm saying this is to encourage you. Because nakikita ng tao eh. Okay? They see your hope. They see your faith. They see your commitment. And, and, and one reason I'm telling you this is because these are the things that the enemy will try to chop down in your lives. Why? Because when they see that, pati sila na inspired. Faith is infectious. Okay? Joy is infectious. Sabi nga niya, sabi nga ni St. John, it gives me joy when I hear from other people the things that they see in you. Siguro sa atin, hindi masyado obvious kasi magkakilala na tayo. Okay? We see each other's weaknesses, mga kalabuhan, alright? But praise be to God, may mga improvements yan. Other people see this, and I would like for them to continue to see this. As a matter of fact, he said, he heard about the youth, uh, the youth camp, I don't know if I don't know. Lahat daw ng anak niya, dadalit niya dito. Ay, kapapain niya, may mga anak niya, di maluwag tagal. Oh, never mind. Dadalit niya sila, pati ako bubunta sa youth. Okay, so kasi, with the youth and the Patriots Council are going to take place. Sabay. So I'm taking it from what you're saying. Baka hindi na siya pumunta na if he wants to come here. Because he's encouraged by you guys. Sabi nga niya, I tried to minister, ako yung na-minister na. I tried to give them a word of encouragement, they encouraged me. How did I know that? I heard that from other people. Don't allow the enemy to steal that. Okay? Fruit can be seen. And, and, and take note, ito yung sinasabi ng Panginoon, sabi niya dito sa atin, uh, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain. Now let's look at the verse uh, verse 8, John 15, 8, sabi dito, by this my Father is glorified that you bear much, much fruit and that you and that you will be my disciples. So, ano yung pinapakita sa atin dito ng Panginoon? One, he chose us and he appointed us. Two, to bear fruit. And not just to bear fruit, but to bear much fruit. And not just to bear much fruit, but to bear lasting fruit, not temporary. Fruit that lasts until eternity. Okay? Hindi tayo mga... Uh, one-shot deals. Pero gusto, gusto ng Panginoon maging consistent ang buhay natin that we will live such a life that we will see this in the lives uh, uh, that the people will see this for as long as we are uh, uh, praising the Lord or serving God during our lifetime. Maliwana po ba? But then you have to understand something. To bear fruit, we have to have a new system. Okay? Pag nagtanim ka ng, 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 ng seed, one of the things that the seed does when it begins to grow, lumalabas yung roots niya. Okay? And the roots take the nutrients from the ground. So that pag tumutubo na yung, yung uh, uh, tumutubo na yung plant from that particular seed, 
it is sustained by its root system. You cut the roots, the plant will die. So for us to bear fruit, we need to have strong roots in ourselves. Now, uh, in, in, in the book of Luke, chapter 8, verse 11 to 13, you're learning something from this. Luke chapter 8, verse 11 to 13, it says here, now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Now think of what Jesus Christ says, the seed is the word of God. The word of God acts like a seed. A seed will not grow unless it is planted. Okay? It might be miracle seed. It might be gourmet seed. It might be imported seed. It might be advanced seed. But if it is not planted, wala mo the seed is the word of God. Okay? So it works like a seed. And just like a seed, when it begins to grow, but if you seed the ground, it starts growing underneath. But you don't see any results yet for a couple of years or a couple of months. Okay? And it's going to be the same thing with the word of God in our lives. How do we do that? By thinking about it by reflecting on it and by consistently applying the principles that we have done. Hindi yung gagawin ko and then after three months, I'll forget about it. Hindi ganun eh. Kailangan consistent yung application natin nung natutunan natin sa Panginoon. The Word of God, you can hear it be delivering to you the Word of God, and it might inspire you right now, it might encourage you right now, you might be able to be sustained by a high uh, because of this for the next three days. But if you don't do anything about what you've heard, you don't apply it in your life, then it's not going to help you. The high will come down. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God, and those by the wayside are the ones of hear, are, are the ones who hear that the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, uh, lest they should believe and be saved. In other words, these are people who didn't really pay attention or didn't really care about the word of God, they care for other things. Verse 13. But the ones on the rock are, the, are those who, when they hear it, receive the word with joy. They okay, know they receive the word with joy. And these have no roots. Okay? Who believe for a while and in a time of temptation fall away. Okay? I mean, it's like hearing that God supplies your needs, and yes, hallelujah, God supplies my needs. Then all of a sudden, something breaks down, someone gets sick, so suddenly you're faced with death, or faced with a problematic uh, financial problem, Okay, you just heard the word on God supplying our needs. You could have said, okay, I'm facing this problem right now, and Lord, I still believe that you supply my needs. God, I don't know how I'm going to pay this. I'm going to do the best I can, but I'm going to believe you. I'm going to trust you that you will help me pay this debt. Okay? If you do that during the time of trial, you are allowing the seed to grow loose and hold firm. Hello? Okay, you have to understand. Uh, during those times when it seems like God is absent, He's not. He's always there. 
but he wants to see you hold on to him, even if you feel that he's not there. He's always there. But you want to go back, okay? It's during this particular times that we have a chance to let the roots grow and take hold, or we're looking at these things and that doesn't work. I mean, we did, last last Wednesday we showed you our trip to Israel. The first time that dream came, that became my dream. It's like December of nineteen eighty four. So December of this year could be thirty four years ago, thirty three years. I got it. Okay, we tried to save money, but then on the expenses, not enough. No way. Have my emergencies, not going to Okay? It's so easy to say, No! Even though we needed to do that, we tried to save again 33 years. I'm asking Lord that 33 years ago, could we have done this earlier? Okay? Probably we could have. But we probably had times where we kind of like, got distracted for a while, maybe later for a while. But then we get back. Every time that we get back, when we get back to January 1, we get back to the next day, we get back to the next day. Okay, what happened to you? You put it on the fake gold. What happened to you? You put it on the fake gold. We just get on putting it there and saying, Lord, we're believing for this. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, and you know, some of you had a meeting uh, this past Sunday concerning uh, strategies how to raise funds or save in order to get there in 2019. And it's saying your account So you want to get there, that means you are able to say how much? 10,000 plus. Every month, beginning months. Okay? And you heard that. Some of you, that's more than what you make. Or maybe you're making more than that, but I'm telling you, and you just can't see yourself saving 10000 a month. And so you heard that and say, okay, it's out of reach. Goodbye to the dream. You could have, you know, let it get on it. Or you could say, okay, right now I can't save 10,000. How much can I save then? 5,000. Okay, Lord? I'll do this. I'll save this, and I'll trust you to provide the amounts. You could think that way. Because that's how we've been doing it. In my expenses, it sounds papers, emergencies, things like that. Please now, our son is helping us with expenses of uh, Maria Sophia. Okay? And during that time, some of you will say, everybody will save again, save again. Okay? And then the BBK can come in. Alright? But God, Lord, at this point, everybody, we do what we can and we'll trust you to make it. After 33 years, it happened. You know what? That was us. 
But I believe we are in a time of acceleration. And for those of you who've been practicing the straight principles for a long time, I don't think it's going to take you that long. Because we are living in a season of suddenness. God suddenly fulfills a desire. And you're just surprised. Oh. Okay, that was us. And we've taught you this. You know, we've We've been teaching you as much as we know. And then we give you everything that we have. And this is our ceiling, all right? We teach you everything. We want our ceiling to be your ground. Hindi kayo magsisimula sa kami ang simula. Simula kayo dito. Pinagawa natin kayo. Do you understand what I'm saying? We expect you to do that so that your ceiling will become the next generation's ground. So that means you will begin to bear more than what we did. You'll begin to accomplish more than what we've accomplished. You'll be able to reach more than what we reached. And if it took us 33 years to achieve that goal, for some of you, it might just three months. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. All right? Or three quarters. You are, we are in a season of acceleration. Yung nga pag dumating yung gano'n, ito yung masamayayan. Madali mayanikin. Nasa inyo na hindi kayo magpapayanin. Kasi dito, ito yung gano'n. I don't care if there's testings or trials, I'm going to hold on to the gospel. Alright? Decision natin yan. And let me just end this. When it's tested on. When we find it says, okay, next year, tutuloy na tayo. Because I made a decision. Because I thought I would be not wrong. I need to go to the hat and say this. But who will not go to the gagasmos? Who will not say me? They say me. But somehow the Lord reminded me of certain principles of faith. What if you start by faith and do this? So what I did was I paid the down payment in 2015. That means if I don't come up with the rest of the money, but I mean down payment. And So the moment I paid the down payment for both her and me, we were committed. And to name, next year And we had to really believe God. And the question is, no, we can't think that way. We just have to trust God for this. I mean, it's one thing that paid the door. So then after that, we paid for the But since we were going to be there a few days before and a few days after, we had to believe God for authentic obligations. And the way God did things, He made something available that's normally not available. He brought the prices down to what we could afford when we did things happen. I say, I'm looking now. I'm looking at my pressure in I can't believe we stayed in this hotel, very compressed by people. But God gave it to us at this point. You understand what I'm saying? But anyway, so we were committed to that. Then I got a, a, a uh, an FB message 
ก็มาเสิร์ฟกันซุ่มซ่านแต่หาแต่แห้งลงแต่หาแล้วสกอร์นี่ฟังสกอร์ที่ก็สักฟังสกอร์ที่ก็มาเล่นแล้วคอยอ่านสื่อเลยทำไมเนี่ยดีกว่าไปแก้ปัญหาพัสดุน่าเสียดายสุดยอดมาก1988, Is that something that we wanted? To be able to share the Lord's word in the land where he was born. And that was just something open for us. And I guess not even in my how that we were able to share the word of God there. But the point of this story is this. No one actually in 1990, she was a student, she was called Long, she was a youth. A uh, youth uh, member, she was single, and then she graduated in 1990, then she kind of disappeared. Uh, and we never really heard anything from her until 2015. Now that we got there, we found out she was a mother, so there, while she was there in, in, uh, in Israel, Uh, she's working as a caretaker, okay, and some, just to make, just to earn the kind of money that they needed, sometimes she has to take double jobs, which sometimes would mean for her to travel midnight to a certain place. Para na travel from here to Altabas by train, so it's not that one hour is good. You, you understand what I'm saying? But not only that. I thought she was uh, uh, one of the workers of the ministry there. It turns out she was like uh, a pastor. Christ for All Nations Ministry. Okay, she was like a pastor, a man that was associate pastor to number one. So she was doing this job, and, you know. They can only meet Friday nights because they don't have to buy another door. Because that's the Sabbath for them. Sabbath starts 6 p.m. Friday night, then, and that the Bible says at 6 p.m. Saturday night. And then your Sunday service, Nila, will be taking place on a Sunday, 7.30 to 9.30 in the evening. Huh? What? Sunset. Oh, yeah, sunset. And uh, she's there to do those things. And Kumari Kame, like, I'm the Lisa. I think the Mama of the Lisa. They have to really pay for it. It would be one midnight. We were in a restaurant, before we left, they you pray for us. Pray for us. I mean, 1980 until now, no sign of her. And then I find out she's a mother now, she's busy. It would have been so easy for her to take an easier ministry commitment. That's it, basically. But no. Nung nagkaroon ng problema yung church nila, and you know, she called me during that particular time, she assumed uh, the job, uh, she assumed the responsibility for that church, right? and she felt so ill-equipped 
she felt so inadequate for saying, Lord, kung wala na bang iba, I mean, kung talagang kailangan ang gagawin ko. She could have said, I have this job, I have this, I travel at night. It's not, it's not good. Alright? But she rose to the challenge. And she took that ministry. And so far, the ministry has been sustained. It would have been so easy for her to give up. Right? It would have been so easy for her to make excuses for why she can't get involved. From that time, 1990 until 2016, she's still very And she's giving us credit. Unfortunately, for stolen. I mean, those stories, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for people like that. It's as if the devil will try to discourage you. Nothing's happening, but that's like nothing. I see people like that, but there are people who stay, there are people who use one, they be taught, and they do something for themselves in the kingdom of God. What I'm saying is this. She was the one who decided, I will not quit. She was the one who decided, kahit ano problema, kahit ang hirap, kahit ano complications, I will continue to serve you. Patay kung patay, pero... And that's the kind of commitment. And nobody can make that for you, except me. Okay? The jury is left and see. Let's allow the Spirit of God and the Spirit of us. Allow Him to bulldoze away the excuses that we have in our lives. Do this, like can do that, or we can go home with the Lord as much as we can. Because God is a God who will never lead us where He cannot sustain us. Are you want to go back? I'm feeling something for now. Praise God, it's all stuff.